Previously, on Into the Yonder Void, some lady burst out of the room and she seemed really weird and frantic and she was talking to Fee and acting all apologetic, but I got some vibes. Weird ones. Anyway, I found the mess hall and had some really good berries and toast and talked to some cool people on the ship. And then I went and hung out with my new friends and we played Two Truths and a Lie and talked about what we were going to do to demons when we saw them on the island. And now we're going to the island. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host, DM Seth. And around the table, we have our players. Way to make him feel insecure. Oh, he points it out when I fuck up, too. <laughs> oh. I'm Billy, and I play Nezra. <laughs> I'm Tomas, and I play Gil. I'm Lindsay, and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week, we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 17. 17. Oh, 17. That's one 17. seven. 17. Episode 17 of season two. I feel like I haven't done this in a while, so I'm going to listen up, nerds. If this is your first episode ever of the yeah. D20 Syndicate podcast, well, guess what? What? You're in the wrong spot. Oh, no. Oh, what? Where do we go? Huh? Well, if you'd like to start at the beginning of this campaign, go uh-huh. to episode one of season two called Stranded. Stranded? Yeah. How do you Stranded. spell that? S T R A N D E D. However, if you are testing us out for the first time and you'd like to start at the very beginning aka season slash campaign one head on over to season slash campaign one with an episode titled gunky evil gunky evil gunky evil okay evil (laughs) evil gunky i'm gonna get in my car and go over there right now It, it, uh, my Garmin says that I'm 356 miles away from episode one, Gunky Evil. <laughs> Just taking a yeah, ride so on the information superhighway. We have been driving I'm a whole get year, on the guys. Autobahn. Okay, now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to know, during an average day in your life, what does your routine look like? And to go further, what? how do you react if your routine is interrupted? And today we're going to start with Fee. Well, um, I would say my routine is I, uh, you know, I wake up from my hammock t- on a typical day and I get out of my hammock and then I kind of just check out the area maybe sell some things it's not really um super structured and then i kind of like just make my way to the next place and just keep on traveling so it's it's pretty like yeah not structured kind of whatever but what how do you react if that's interrupted and i'm staying in one place you know 
I think if I did stay in one place for a long time, it might get a little bit, um, I don't know, might just feel a little bit like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, blocked in. I don't know. Stagnant, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just kind of kind of stagnant. Maybe Maybe a little boring. But I don't know, maybe not. I guess I haven't really done that in a long time. I haven't really had a reason to stay in one specific spot for, not for a few years. So, yeah. Very nice. Um, Gil. Back when I was a Mark Lord, I had a routine and it sucked ass. Like I had to (laughs) wake up at the exact same time every day. Be at the the fake crossing at the same time, uh, the stand in place for five hours, and then I would go on break, and then I'd come back for another five hours, and then I'd go home and party and stay up too late, and then sleep like shit, and then I'd have to do it again over and over. Uh, I don't have a routine anymore, uh, and that is by design. I just. <laughs> meander through life and i sleep one night i'm too tired to keep going and then i wake up whenever i wake up and that is how i like it and i enjoy when shit shakes up any routine if i had to keep doing that shit again i would want to die (laughs) well thank you so much gil (laughs) nezra Well, I'd start each day by waking up before first light, then I would tend to chores, and then about halfway through the day would be lunch and read time, and then we have more chores, then we have dinner as a village, and then we have an after-dinner village time, usually around the bonfire, where we share stories, talk about things that need to be done, that sort of thing, and then afterwards, it's kind of my me time. It usually ends up being reading or studying with Validac. <laughs> I pictured him just sitting there for like three hours, <laughs> just smiling at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how did that's how my did, me time? <laughs> <laughs> it's very internal. Um, and then how uh, how do you react when things get shaken up or when things get interrupted? Well, depending on the season and uh, who had what chores assigned to them uh something could happen where it gets kind of mixed up and you just kind of have to pick up the slack so you have to be adaptable and it's okay very nice and can on a typical day i get up and i usually like to eat something and then i wander around a little bit i Look at trees and what's going on and say hi to some people who are up and about. Um, Then usually I run into Peach and we figure out what we want to do during the day. Sometimes I have to do stuff. Sometimes I have stuff to do. (laughs) But a lot of days I can pick. So, on days when I pick, we usually go down to the beach, or we'll go and swap stories with some merchants, or make cheese-related bets. Um, (laughs) 
usually by the end of that, we're hungry and we eat <laughs> and then I get kind of tired. So then I go to bed and then get up and I do it all again. And how do you react when something throws a wrench in the gears? That's pretty exciting. Yeah? Yeah. No, no further comments? Well, can you give me an example? Like, say you weren't able to hang out with Peach. Is he hurt? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, uh, he's doing something, he's got busy doing something. Oh, well, like I said, sometimes I have stuff to do, so sometimes Peach has stuff to do, too. So. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you. Then we go and we do that stuff. And then sometimes we'll say, I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. All right. When we last left off, you guys had just arrived via magical bubble of some kind. I thought you said they were going to leave something there. Like, for some reason, I did. He said you ought to bring it back. Yeah. Is the bubble staying? The bubble isn't necessarily staying. You saw him like. Is Stallion staying? He was in the bubble. God damn. Yeah, he, he pissed off, right? So what are we bringing back? Guess you'll find out. Hmm. Ah, I thought we were like worst case scenario. We could jump back into whatever vel- vessel took us there, right. and we could like get a little offshore. But shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Seth. <laughs> Sorry. Was there a I save will. point that I missed? <laughs> yeah. Um, were those gears yeah, spinning you, at the bottom of the screen? <laughs> <laughs> as you guys uh, got on the beach, you heard a familiar voice, and then saw the shape of Uchi, who. Seems to be trying to remind Can that he was forgotten in Luta. He's about 150 feet away from you guys. How did he get here so fast? What are you doing here? Oh, I, uh, was... I realized that you forgot me. (laughs) What? We were supposed to travel together. Really? We discussed this. I, I don't remember that. We were doing yeah. it for your safety. <laughs> and I shrug he at looks Can. At <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do appreciate that, but... Wait, how long have you been here? Uh, he looks up at the moons. Three hours. Have you found my grandma? No, I was waiting. Have you seen the demon? No, I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be sneaky, so... Sneaky? Yeah. All right. Well, and he looks at the group. You might remember I'm Uchi, and um, uh, I kind of remember you guys, but uh, can I be part of your plan? Uh, of course. Yeah, what are you yes. good at? Do you have any skills? Wait, is this two truths and a lie? Because I'm is. really good at it. It is. <laughs> All right. My name is Uchi. Yeah. (laughs) I really like fish. (laughs) Yeah. And I am not a druid. (laughs) He looks at you, Can, and he's like, like (laughs) trying so hard to keep his like composure. His face is like red. I'm gonna guess that you're. It's a trick question, and your real name is something else. Quartz a fish? You look like a Dave. (laughs) (laughs) 
I grow back. I remember you like that. He's looking right at you, can like shaking his oh head, and like his face oh is so God. red, he's like spitting. <laughs> oh man! Uh, no, I am a druid. No, oh, remember? Nah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We also went over some stuff that we're good at for demon fighting. You know, I'm something of a druid myself. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I think we, I feel like we've had this conversation. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, what's the plan? Uh, We're going to try and find something that has evidence of Cain's grin and follow it till we find demon-like activity and then sneak up on it. Uh, Fee is going to make a weird distraction with her instrument, and then I'm going to kill the demon. Is this episode going to be named What's the Plan, Can? No. For your no. grand? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, Uchi looks around. Well, what can I do? Well, you that's part of what we were doing. We were telling each other what we could do. No, I mean, what can I do for the plan? Do can you be sneaky? Yeah. Or, be sneaky. or if you're good at uh, being a distraction, if they like concertinas, then we're in trouble. So, are you good at uh, tracking? Um, I can track a little bit. Here's what I'm thinking. I think I get a good idea of where Ruka is, and then I sneak around to one side. You guys sneak around to the other. And we pincher them. Well, then we should split up harder than that. Like, somebody should go with you, and then somebody should go the other way. Yeah, you, sh- you probably shouldn't be all alone. Uchi kind of, like, laughs and nods. Nah, trust me. I can, I'm going to move much better on my own. I'll look over at Ken. Ken? No, he can move pretty good on his own. Okay. Okay, so which way are you going to be going? Uh, well, give me one sec. And he reaches into his, like, robes and he pulls out a scroll. And he unfurls it. All right, one second. And he starts, like, chanting under his breath and reading the uh, contents of the scroll. And then you guys watch... As it disperses and his eyes roll up in his head, and he just doesn't move. I poke. You get the sense that he just (laughs) cast a spell. (laughs) I poke his forehead. (laughs) Nothing happens. I think he'll just take a minute. Oh, he seems dead. (laughs) Nah, he's good. (laughs) Ochi. No reaction. I probably shouldn't have screamed to that. Now that I think about it. Let's just go, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of birds just disperse from the trees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go that Wait, hold on. Ken, do you have something from uh, your grandma? Like uh, a, a trinket or a hand-me-down or something? No. Uh-huh. Why would I have any of her stuff? All right, I'm going to look for tracks <laughs> and see if I can spot anything. Okay. Uh, give me survival. 
Anybody else want to do anything in the moment? Uh, I'm just going to kind of keep looking over Uchi. I'm okay. going to just see if I use perception to see if I noticed anyone trying to hide or anything. Okay. And then what do you say, Ken? I'm going to be looking around for any any signs of grandma or demon. Okay. Uh, so Gil, give me survival. Can give me investigation. And Fee, give me perception. Dirty 20. Yeah. I... Dirty 20? I'm sorry, what did you say for me? Investigation. My eye hurts. <laughs> six. Okay. For perception. Ah, six. <laughs> oh, damn. Mm. Uh, yeah, you, Fee and Can, you guys are... It's kind of weird that Uchi just, like, cast a spell without saying anything and just went blank and silent. So you guys are a little bit distracted by that. Nez, do you want to give me an arcana check? Okay. Oh, seven. Seven. Okay, never mind. Wow. Uh, you're not sure just from looking what spell it is that he cast. We did real bad at our And you checks. got a dirty 20? Oh, you did okay. So you see some, it's, I mean, it's a sandy beach, so you see like a bunch of scuffle marks and stuff in the sand. Gil, and you're looking around and you see, after maybe about five minutes of searching, you find one large three-toed print that looks like some sort of clawed foot had set down in the sand, but not as heavy as it might you might have assumed based on some of the other creatures you've seen. This looked like a, the foot size is large, but the weight distribution is very light. Hey, over here. What'd you find? Trick. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like an animal I've seen before. Ooh. Can I investigate it? Uh, yeah, you can investigate the track. Does it lead a certain direction? Uh, you can't tell. It's just kind of like just one. So it kind of goes off to the like the right, sort of like the easterly direction, but you're not sure exactly. Do we know how I big? Sixteen. That was pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So you got a sixteen. Um, yeah, you investigate it. It looks like, from what you can tell, it either is lighter than it looks or it didn't put its full weight down which seems weird and there's no other tracks around it like it's just that a, one yeah within like a weird. 20 foot radius huh do we know how big this island is it's like a few miles around maybe is there like any caves like a cave system or like like a perch, like a big cliff or something where it makes sense for it to go or anything? Like that cliff up there? Can points to a cliff. Does it look remarkable? Uh, there's a bunch of cliffs, but this one is pretty prominent because it's the closest. And you can uh, see that there's definitely been some signs of activity on it in that there's like a partial railing made out of wood up near the top. So someone's been up there. How high up is it? Uh, you would think that maybe 100 feet up. Is anybody good at climbing or flying? Would that not be... Not particularly. Ah, uh, shit. Mm, no, not really. Does I it, mean, I'm okay. Does it look like it'd be climbing? difficult to traverse? 
You'd be hard-pressed, but it wouldn't be difficult necessarily. It just looks like a very strenuous climb. If there's a railing, you assume that there's probably a footpath somewhere. Would it be an acrobat or or an athlete? Probably athletics. Yeah, I figured. It'd be athletics to climb, but this would just be like athletics in general because it'd be a strenuous hike. Right. I'm going to... As you guys are kind of... Go ahead. I'm going to try and go around the cliff and see if I can find a way up. Okay, so give me another, or I guess give me an investigation this time. And as you're going to do that, you guys watch as Uchi kind of comes back and uh, looks around. Okay, so I think I have a good handle on where Ruka is. What'd you see? Well, I scryed on her. I had a scroll of scrying and... I was able to see that she's in some sort of cave. She seems to be floating in midair. Her eyes mm. are closed. And there's a bunch of runic symbols all over the ground. She didn't react to anything. There's a loud clanging noise. But I don't know what that was. Hmm. Do you know about any caves on this island that we could access? Well, I've only been here a couple of times, but... I think I have an idea of which one it is. It's one near the north shore. If I take the western path, you guys should take the eastern path because it's easier. You can travel with a larger group on foot without being noticed. The western path is a little bit more precarious with a group. But I can do it just fine. Are we looking for any landmarks or something? Ah, so you're going to go all the way around to the north beach, and it's pretty easy to see this cave because it juts out of a cliff that overhangs the actual waters of the sea. All right. Hmm. Does that sound good? That sounds like a plan to me. Thank you, because I... I don't know. Yeah, I was about to climb that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Probably would have fallen. you You still could. There's a ruin up there, but... It might distract you from what's currently going on, but I've never actually been inside the ruin. What time of day is it now? It is night, middle of the night. Oh, shit. Okay. What kind of ruin? Um, the ancient kind, not sure. Whoever, whatever civilization was here long, long ago, way before us, they left that ruin. There's probably some expensive shit up there. But anyway... Grandma. You're right here, Grandma. Yeah. Well, good luck, Uchi. Good luck to the rest of you can. Be careful. I will. You be careful, too. I will. Yes, be safe. And just keep in mind, you know, when in doubt, transform. God, that's, that's will what I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> All right. And then he, like... Turns and he like opens his arms and you guys watch as he grows to a massive size as he becomes like this swirling tornado of wind and gusts and then disperses, Ooh. just disappears. Oh, okay. Is That's he all cool. right? Is he okay? I've never seen someone turn into a tornado thing. I'm assuming he's okay because Ken doesn't seem <laughs> well, horrified. Yeah. All right, let's go. We have to get going. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Race you. I mean, let's go. 
No, sneaky. Sneaky. <laughs> sneaky. All right. Yeah. I like to think Gil like starts running and then he's like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> race you, I mean. Oh, I'm just over race you. sneaking. All right, so you guys are sneaking? Yeah. Okay, so I need everybody to give me a stealth check. We're doing the Scooby-Doo. Oh, a dirty 20. You are all about dirty 20s Ooh. right now today. Natural 20. Nice. Natural 20. 24. So we're wow, 24. 21. Nice. I got 16, so everyone else wow. sneaked better than me. Oh. Yeah, because you got that false start, I think. Yeah, that was the <laughs> run. <laughs> you, like, Race, see everybody yeah. being oh. sneakier than you, and it, like, kind of wounds your self-esteem. <laughs> so you're, like, slightly less sneaky. Uh, but yeah, you guys start sneaking along. It's easier in the dark. Not necessarily easy, because... The moon's light is touching, all the moon's lights are touching the, the beach. But yeah, you guys start slinking into a, what appears to be like an overgrowth, tall grasses and vines that are almost tree-like in their representation, but you can find like a small path that kind of weaves through them. And you guys move around to the east. Okay, I need one of you guys to give me a d20 luck roll. Who wants to be the person? Hmm. I will. Okay. Nezra, go ahead and roll. 18. You've been rolling good today. I fully expected that to be like a one. <laughs> <laughs> or a two at best. Okay. It rolled down into my bottom right-hand corner. That's and usually many. when it rolls uh-huh. down there, that's the bad mm-hmm. corner. 18 is how many zombies we have to fight. <laughs> 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 um. So yeah, you guys are moving along and pretty much unmolested the whole time you're moving. After about maybe 25 minutes, you guys encounter what appears to be an abandoned camp. Hmm. And the, it looks like the fire has long been cold, but there's just a, a pack sitting next to the camp. A pack of what? Like a backpack. I oh. does it, I'll poke it with my uh, cane a couple times. Does it look familiar to something that a, one of my druid people would carry? It doesn't look like one of your druid people. It looks like a pretty big backpack, so you could assume it was at least somebody who's of, like, human or larger size. Anything happen when I poke it? It just kind of falls over. Maybe hmm. we should uh, check it out. Oh, I'm in definitely case checking it out. there's anything we need. Yeah, I'm going to, like, push it open, like, with the cane, try and open the hole. I feel bad, okay. but... As as they're investigating the pack, I'm just going to kind of circle around us and, like, look around and be on the lookout. Okay, and you don't have dark vision, right? I don't. Okay, so give me perception at disadvantage. Oh. Okay. Unless you want to use your D10. 15. 15, okay. Uh, yeah, you're, like, looking around, and you see a pair of boots sitting kind of turned over. Looks like they were kicked off. Um, the laces are undone. They look like they're suited for maybe a human size, half elf, elf, somewhere in that range. They look like pretty nice, sturdy boots. Do any of you need that? Need those boots? You did not see that, Fee. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you opportunistic dick. I am an opportunistic <laughs> dick. <laughs> I am. Only Nezra sees these. Okay, I see. Well, it, it looks like maybe they didn't leave of their own accord? Or maybe they left in a hurry? Why would you say that? Well, with... Oh, with the pack, I guess, here. pack. 
Yeah. And there's some boots over there. I, I, I don't know. Um, Can, what are you doing? I'm looking around the rest of this campsite to see if there's like anything else, anything that would, uh, I guess, clue me in on when this person was here. So you're kind of like searching around? Yeah. And then do you have dark vision? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so you can do an investigation at disadvantage. Does <laughs> Gil has dark vision, right? Okay, I do too. It, it's ironic that we're the ones that should be doing the lookout, but we're like, ooh, <laughs> big. A five? Five. Okay, yeah, you're not really seeing anything else. Uh, with a five, though, you do... You know, you do kind of stumble over a, a route at one point in the dark. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice going. All right, Gil, you are pilfering through the pack. Yeah. If nothing happens when I mess with them and I just turn it over and dump out the contents. Okay, you dump the contents out? Yeah. Okay, um, I'll roll this one. Several bottles clatter to the dirt and break. Nothing happens beyond that. But you also see a bunch of other stuff. There's a few books that fall out. Uh, a long coil of hemp and rope. Let's see what else. Did all the bottles break? All of but all of them, but one. One golden bottle. Uh, the rest were like red, blue, but this one's gold. It kind of bounces when it lands. I'm gonna put that in my pack. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's also twenty six gold pieces. 18 silver pieces and 10 copper that fall out. I hope somebody's keeping track of this. Oh, were you to must? 26. Okay, good. What? How much 18 silver? 18 and 10. Okay. 18 silver and 10. Um, you see a very tightly bound journal mm. that gets, uh, that drops in. And then you see what appears to be a ceremonial knife in a sheath that is, has a clasp on it that looks like it's Ooh. locked. Uh, all right. Uh, dibs on the knife, and then I look and see if anyone contests. Okay, I'll take the journal. Cool, there's also a shitload of books or whatever, uh, and I guess there's yeah. some money. Do you want to split the money or whatever? Yeah, we probably should for, like, everybody, right? Did you say books? Yeah, look at, yeah, you like books, there's some. Yeah, what are the books there? Uh, they don't have anything written on the cover, so it's hard to see. You'd probably have to open them. Hmm. I start rifling through the books. Okay. Uh, I probably right. will as well. I'll split the coin with whoever wants coin. All of us? I wouldn't argue. Anyone else? Well, yeah, all of us, of course. Well, Ken's been wishy-washy with money. I don't need it. Okay. Are you sure, Ken? What am I going to spend money on here? What if you, like, go out of town or something? There's only one town on this island. It's the island. Well, I mean, we could have a designated money person that holds all the money and then can divvy it out the one necessary. Well, we'll just split the money for now, Gil. All right, your loss. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think maybe eventually we could do that. All right, so 26 gold doesn't split out evenly by three. Um, But you do have 18 silver and 10 copper, which you can... So that'd be 20... 10 copper is one silver, silver, so 19 silver is... It's one gold and nine silver. 
So it'd be 27 gold and 9 silver. So each of us get 9 gold. Okay. And Sweet. 3 silver. 9 gold, Sweet. 3 silver. Doop a doop Okay, the first <laughs> book you guys find is a book entitled Gallant Chronicles of the Merchant. It has 336 pages, and uh, it's it's pretty heavy. It's written in Argarian common, and it's in real good condition. <laughs> you, th- It kind of seems to indicate that there are some interesting secrets within that can help people who are interested in the mercantile mm. uh, mercantile uh, passages. Fee, I think you would find this one most interesting. Absolutely, yeah. Does anyone have the ability to uh, unlock magical secrets about artifacts? Like a spell or something? I don't, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know if I do either. Do you get the magical vibe off of this dagger? (laughs) And I hold it up to both of them. Okay, do an arcana check on it. Sure. And me as well. Okay. okay. So you'll help. Who, whoever yeah. has... One of you guys can help and one of you guys can do the roll. Okay. I got a dirty 20. Okay. There okay. we go. All right. So if you're helping, then you... If you got a dirty 20, then you can uh, re-roll with advantage. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't help to re- hurt to re-roll, Billy. Yeah. I re-roll. Uh, that hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So 20 it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Dirty 20. Uh, You're not picking up any of the typical signs of magic from this dagger. It almost looks like it's not cheaply made, but you have a feeling that it was definitely designed for show rather than actual purpose. Hmm. It would appear that it doesn't house any actual magic. It looks as if it's more about the aesthetic than actual execution. Does it look like it has any value? The dagger? I mean, yeah, for the right price. It's got a symbol on it of a what it appears to be some kind of maybe a house crest that you don't recognize. Hmm. All right. uh, It shows a a bowed shield uh, with a sword down the center, and at the bottom is a laurel. It's uh, like a lime green field and white emblem. And I don't recognize the house? Nope. Okay. Definitely don't. None of us do? Nope. None of you would recognize this. Hmm. Uh, okay. Maybe can. Give me a history check. Can uh, I, if you're even looking. Can I see it in the dark? Uh, if you get closer, you probably can. With, uh, with the moonlight, it's like relatively dim. But if you get close enough to something, you can see. Nine. Yeah, you don't recognize the, the emblem either. Mm-hmm. The moment... That you touch the other book, Nez, uh, you see a flash of runes across it in Draconic. Ooh. Ooh. This is called, the book is called Ominous Dream. It flashes across the cover, mm. and it's written in Draconic. This, you don't even need to roll Arcana, because you get such an intense sense of bad juju from this book. Ooh. I, uh... This one seems uh, evil in nature. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll just uh, leave. Do we leave it or do we like, get rid of it? I say we hold on to it. I put it in my pack. <laughs> okay. What if this person is coming back? 
then they just lost some shoes and I throw their boots <laughs> off into the, the forest. Are you, you for real? The, I could have sold those. You tie the shoestrings together and throw yeah. them over a telephone wire. I was yeah. going to sell those. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that That's a good point. Do you point. want to go try to acquire them again? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we <laughs> find them again like on the our way. Nice stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You guys continue on. You could take the backpack. Is that all the books that were in there? Yep, there's just two books. Okay. Um, anything interesting in the journal if I skim through that quick? Uh yeah. You're you're you start reading the journal and you realize that this is written by someone named Jeff. And Jeff you know I love to use that name at least once <laughs> per campaign. Uh <laughs> Jeff is fancies himself an adventurer. And he has come to this island in order to find the riches he was promised were in the ruins. As you kind of leaf through it, he talks about his day-to-day. He talks about getting sick after eating some really bad berries, getting dehydrated after getting sick, (laughs) finally procuring some clean water, and then said, tomorrow I make for the ruins. And that's the very last thing that's in the journal. Bum, bum, bum. Ah. But you do see that he has written his name and address on the inside cover. Uh, <laughs> huh. P. Sherman, 42, Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah. What a nerd. <laughs> Did it say the date for the last entry? No, there were no dates at all. Okay. Uh, but everything seems like it hasn't been there like a super long time. Like, it seems fairly recent. Oh, we're mean then. <laughs> His full name is actually Jefferson Aurelius. Nice. And it says that he, it, it gives you an address in Dragonwater. Okay. Ooh. That's twice that's come up. I'll hold on to that then. Dragonwater journal from Jeff. Fee, you want this backpack he left? Sure. I <laughs> suck it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You continue on? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys continue on. Who wants to roll this d20? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. I rolled a six. Oh. Did you know? I did know. <gasps> no. Oh. He's doing something. Uh, are you guys still moving sneakily? Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. That's the plan. All right. Uh, tell me your marching order. I'm first. I can be second. I think I'm still bringing up the rear. I'll be third. All right. So, uh, Nez and Gil, give me perception checks. All righty, Teddy. 22. Nat 20. Goddamn, Billy. Also giving me a 22. Nice. Okay. You guys are walking along, bring up the rear and the lead. You both notice, like, these little, like, fluttering things around you. Like, you're not sure what they are at first, but you both kind of, like, look at each other and then look up and you see that these seem to be, like, little. Little creatures, almost like tiny little humanoids with wings. Do I recognize that? You do-ish. They almost look like little pixies, but their features are wrong. Uh Uh-oh. With this perception, give me... Both of you guys give me insight. Weird pixies. I fucking hate pixies. Why do you hate pixies? Aren't they... Fun? I'm not talking to you. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying it out loud. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Well, I wasn't talking 12. in character. I was talking out of curiosity. Well, I was talking in character. <laughs> I see. So, Gil, you're just kind of distracted by him. Nezra, you're not 100% positive, but you're fairly certain that this is some sort of distracting illusion. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> I'm trying to swat at them. Fucking pixies. I hate these little shits. Gil, Gil. What? Disregard. Disregard the pixies. Look around. There's something else here with us. The fuck where? And, and you two, Fee and, and uh, Can, you can hear this now. Can I roll perception to see what they're talking about? Uh, you can, if you want. Anybody who okay. wants to can roll perception. Okay. Oh, my God. My perception's bad today. 21. Nine. 21. I just see little pixies. I don't know what you're talking about. What'd you get, Nez? Dirty 20. Nice. Baby, I'm on fire. <laughs> gotcha. So, you three, everybody but Fee, mm-hmm. uh, you guys are looking around and you all see that uh, there's a subtle difference in the path up ahead of you. It almost looks like it's dark. It's hard to see, but the moonlight just like hits it perfectly that you can tell that about 10 feet ahead of you for a good stretch, the path isn't a real path. It's some sort of weird obfuscation or illusion. And this combined with the little pixies, you're pretty sure that there's this is some kind of trap in order to maybe lure something in into not seeing this. Nah, shit. Is that a fake Uchi? Is there like a rock on the ground? Uh, yeah, there's some pebbles and rocks. I'm gonna try and huck one down the path, the fake one. Okay. You t- chuck it down the fake path and it just disappears. Ooh. So we probably shouldn't go that way. Why? Because it's not real. Really? Oh, yeah, it's not real. If you look closely, it's all weird and shit. Oh, I'm, I was just distracted by these little pixie things. Yeah, they suck. I hate these shits. Huh. Okay, well, okay, so, so avoid we go? that path. And we're going to stay on this one. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. stay frosty. All right. Frosty? So, yeah, you guys can skirt <laughs> around the area that you believe is obfuscated, but it will involve some a little bit harder terrain to move through because you'll be moving okay. through tall grasses, weeds, thickets, things like that. So the real path is also a fake path. Going to get some bug bites. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys want to do? I'm going to keep going, uh, edge along the path. I'll follow. Okay. Keep on, keep yes. on, keep on. Being very quiet and sneaky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody give me a stealth... Uh, check at disadvantage unless you are able to move through terrain, which you are <laughs> fucking. Yeah, so you'll have it at a, you'll have a regular stealth check. <laughs> I rolled eighteen two times. A nat one. Really, <laughs> fourteen. Billy, ro- you were rolling so good. I rolled ten, but I added my d six and got fourteen. Gotcha. So, you, and what did you get, Can? 14. Okay, so, wow, you guys have rolled the same like three times in a row. Uh, okay, it's so 14, 14, natural one, and fees was? 18. 18. Okay, um, yeah, you guys are moving pretty silently through there, except for Nez. You're kind of getting bogged down by the details, trying to make sure you're not stepping on things. You're still a little distracted by that weird path, and you kind of lose track of everybody. Oh, fuck. Nez. Yeah. Ken, where'd you, you guys, guys go? You guys can hear him pretty easily. He's about 20 feet behind you. Oh. And, and can stand out from there, but you guys are underneath the... Come on. Yo, yeah, Ness, 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 you have to watch up. us. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Why are you yelling? Gil just hucks a rock at the side of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I wave my hand so he can do see I, it. Do I see them now? Yeah, you can see okay. them. Okay. 
go. That's good. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So you guys move past this thicket, and eventually you feel it's safe to get back on the normal path. And you guys start moving along the normal path again. All right. One person who hasn't rolled yet, go ahead and roll a d20. I will. Okay. Okay. Time to roll a d20. 13. 13? The luckiest number. The luckiest number. number. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you guys just continue to move along unimpeded. Everything seems normal. You guys are still sneaking? Mm. Yes, sir. Okay, well, yeah, as you move along, you see that there's been some, like, definitely some activity along this path. You're starting to get to an area where there's a really tall rock face to your left and thick trees to your right, but you know that you've been going slightly raised up through this path. So you have a little bit of elevation, so you know that on the other side of the trees is probably another cliff that leads down into the water. But yeah, you're moving along. No real issues whatsoever. All right, one more roll, and I believe that's you, Can. Give me a d20 roll. Can you roll a d20? Can you? 13. 13. Nothing else happens. You guys continue along, go over a rise, (laughs) and then as you crest, you see that there is a... Uh, kind of a slow uh, decline that leads to the open beach and a beautiful scene of the ocean beyond. The three moons hang in the sky, casting light down. And then to the west slightly, you see this sharp-angled outcropping that peeks out over the beach and over the water. And anyone with dark vision can give me a perception check. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You and Nez are left out of the fiesta. I need to find some goggles. <laughs> 21. 11. All right, Gil, you are the only one who spots hey. the entrance to a cave on there that it is. rock face. I mean, there it is. <laughs> Where? You estimate that it's going to take you at least a half hour to get down and up to it. Shit. <laughs> All right. We've been walking a long time, but it's still like half an hour out. Okay. Just follow me. I got this. All right. Because it, it won't it won't take you more than 10 minutes to get to the actual cliff, but it'll take you, it looks like a climb to get up. 20 minute climb, probably. Oof. I hope you have your climbing legs on. I don't know what <laughs> phrase that climbing is. Climbing legs. <laughs> Those are the only legs I have. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do this. Excellent. But also try and sneak still. <laughs> Let's sneak climb up this cliff. Yep, sneaky. All right, give me one more sneaky sneaks. Okay. 23. Damn it. Nine. 17. 16. Okay. Can you're, you find like a few really pokey rocks on accident and you kind of step on them and ah. I'm bad at climbing and descending every <laughs> this, time we've done <laughs> No, you're not even climbing yet. This is just stealth. Oh. Did you roll for stealth? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is just a cross without being noticed. So we were trying to like sneaky Sneakily descend walk, yeah, last walk time too, and, weren't we? Yeah. 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 We're bad. I'm bad at this. So yeah, you guys seem to be making it across just fine. Can, it's like you're stepping right into direct moonlight a few times. Like <laughs> it's not the worst effort, but it's not like a fantastic effort. The rest of you guys are shrouded by darkness. Why are there so many moons? <laughs> Shut up, Ken. Be quiet. <laughs> We're sneaking. <laughs> Everyone keeps talking. I mean, right now it was just See, you. Be sorry. quiet. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, sorry. You guys suck at sneaking. You're the one talking. That's true. Fuck. Ah, no. <laughs> All 
All right, so you guys sneak across, and there are no issues as you make it to the cliff face. You can see that the cliff face has some shelves to it. You think that there are about 10-foot increments, and this cave looks to be about 60 feet up. So you think, well, no, 160, not 60. It's pretty tall. Look. So yeah, so uh, do you guys want to make that climb? I'd love to. If there's not a better way. Choice. All right, are you guys doing anything to assist yourselves with this climb? Well, we have hemp rope. That's true. That's true. I also think I have rope. I think I have rope too. So who wants to climb up first and then like tie the rope to the rock up there or something? I mean, I I put my finger on my nose. Okay, I can go. That's fine. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you good at climbing? Not really, but I'm going to try my best, so... Do you have, like, any pythons or something? No. Wait. Let me check. Um... Like nothing in your car that's useful? No. Mm-mm. I have stuff to make, like, some random potions. That won't, that won't help us with rock climbing. So I'm just going to try my best. obviously the heaviest and the sturdiest, right? Uh, you're, yeah, you're definitely the heaviest. Okay. How about I go up first, I take the rope with me, and if there is a tree or a rock up there, I can tie it to that, and you guys can use that to help climb up. If not, I can tie it around myself and use myself as an anchor. Okay, that sounds like a better plan. Let's do that. Yeah. Go for it, Niz. I believe in you. Okay, thanks. Okay, so, Nezra. You're going to attempt to climb the rock face. Yes, please. We All can right. boost you. <laughs> Thanks. I accidentally step on can. <laughs> well, I meant as a group, not just me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately for you, Nez, the first shelf is right about below your eye level. Okay. Uh, so you don't even have to, like, jump. You can get your... You can get your arms up. If you can pull yourself up, it'll be a lot easier than just straight climbing where anyone else in the party would have to climb. Okay. You can just boost yourself up on that first shelf. Here we go. Give me athletics. 11. 11. Yeah, it's a pretty... You, you like, pull yourself up pretty okay. It's not amazing, but, you know, what is? Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so mean, you are on, you're on the first shelf. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the first shelf, and you look down, you're about mm, a little less than seven feet above them, and you notice that the next shelf is kind of at an angle, and in order to get to the next section, you might actually have to do like some climbing and some shimmying. Okay. Let's do it. Give me another athletics check. <laughs> another 11. All right, same issue. You're, like, kind of getting on there, and you're, like, slowly shimmying over, but you feel like you're just barely able to, like, pull yourself up, shimmy, and then get step onto the next ledge. You're now roughly 20 feet. That one was a little bit higher. You're roughly 20 feet above your friends. They have 140 feet left to go. You sure do. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be the most boring fucking time for you. <laughs> you just keep rolling 11s. <laughs> I'd be all right with that at this point. Yeah. The next ledge is roughly 30 feet above you. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Now. So okay. you will have to climb up this rock face 
which you are going to have to try to find some some spots. All right. Ooh. So give me investigation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 12. You think you see some spots that you could grab onto to pull yourself up? Do you want to do so? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. I don't really see any other options here. All right. Oh, fuck. Oh. Um, so right now, four. I rolled a D10. So ten. So ten. That is just barely enough. You feel like your hands are slipping and then you like you find the spots and you're like one of them wasn't a real spot. You it, it's it's confusing. It's dark, but you're finally able to climb up to that next level. You look you see that the next shelf is another 40 feet above you. Mhm. And then the one beyond that is even further, but the one beyond that is the last one before you can get to the mouth of the cave. <sighs> okay. All right. Give me investigation. <laughs> Eight. You're not sure where the handholds are. You see one close to you, but you feel like you're going to have to improv it after that. <sighs> Go ahead and give me athletics if you're trying to climb. All right. Jesus Christ. No. It's been nice knowing you guys. <gasps> what is Four. it? I should have Four. helped him. I had a thing I forgot about that would have really helped uh, him. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you start climbing, and you 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 like cannot find a good spot. You like start slipping a little bit, and you just drop back down to that shelf. Oh, 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 guys, you can do Ooh. it. This is getting intense. Can we hear him? All right, stay there. Can you drop the rope from there? Can I? With that investigation check, you think you see a couple of rocks that might work, but you're not trusting your your instincts on this. What if I tie it around myself? Yeah, uh, you've got one handhold that you know you can hold on to, but beyond that, because so you'll rely on your strength. Yeah. I mean, okay. we're. I- Tie it around myself and drop the rope down. Okay. Can you grab onto that handhold? Yes, please. Okay. All right. The rope falls down, and you guys see it just dangling in front of you. All right. Um, and I reach into my pack, and I hold out a, a mushroom. Uh, it's okay. kind of ridgy and, like, neon orange looking. And I, like, cut it in half, and I hand it to each of you. Um... All right, this will make you a lot better at climbing for a while, and it has a bunch of other stuff for it. So yeah, just eat this and then see what happens. Okay. Um, That's so very which convenient. That? The fizzle drop mushroom, and it's in D and D Beyond, so you guys can go and look at it. But I'll I'll read it real quick. Uh, one of the wild mushrooms native to the Feywild. On the outside, the fizzle drop mushroom is covered in ridges with a neon orange skin. On the inside, the fungi is white and granular with little black seeds. The flavor of this mushroom is mildly salty on its own, and when combined with wet ingredients and drinks, begins to carbonate in a satisfying way. The fizzle drop mushroom instantly makes everything taste better and leaves you feeling energized. Upon ingesting a fizzle drop mushroom, the creature gains the following benefits for 1d4 hours, which I'm, uh, I'm assuming if... I I cut it in half, they would do 1d4 and then half of that. Yeah, uh, half of 1d4, yep. You gain temporary expertise in athletics. 
uh, and acrobatics and perception checks. You gain advantage on initiative and a bonus of 10 to your movement speed. All right, so roll a d4. I got a four. So you, for two hours, you get those benefits. Fuck yeah. I, I also rolled a four. So for two hours on my, I have, I have two mushrooms total. You guys just split one and then I ate half of the other one. So I roll a D4. D4 and then you'll have whatever you get. Oh, okay. Oh, I got a one. You got a one. So for a, for a half hour. Uh, so yeah. Nez, you just wait up there. We'll go up there. Okay. I'll be here. All right. You guys, um, Go ahead and, well, first and foremost, I need Nez to give me a strength save uh, because you will be holding the rope and holding on as an anchor on that that uh, piece of rock that you're gri- gripping. Twelve. Twelve? Okay. okay. All right. Uh, all right. So you feel pretty strong. All right. Can you should go first, probably. Okay. All right can, I'm going to need an athletics check, and you'll add your expertise. Yep. Uh, you can also activate that in D&D Beyond if you click on athletics and customize. That way it'll calculate for you. Natural 20. A nice. Natural 20, okay. So right. plus, plus your athletics is what? 22. And then plus your expertise? 26. 26. So Ooh. yeah, can... You fly up that rope, no problem whatsoever. And because it's Whoa. fairly light, Nezer, you don't have much of an issue holding on as Can climbs up. And Can, you make it up there in record speed. You just zoom right up. And you're there. You're there in a round, basically. Oh, Can, that was so fast. I told you I brought my climbing legs. <laughs> <laughs> that you did. All right, now you both hold it so Fee can climb up. All right, we're ready. Are you going to grip on? Mm-hmm. All right, give me a strength save. Ten. Ten? All right, and we're still holding with the twelve, assuming you haven't moved, Nez. So, nope. so, so far, that's that's pretty good. I think you'll be able to handle Fee, depending on what she rolls. Okay. All right. Are you climbing up, Fee? Yeah. Give me athletics. Okay. Oh, and then you'll add your expertise. Roll the one there. Um, so that's the proficiency you said plus or but double times two. Yep. Oh, that's so bad. Five. Okay, Fee, you like cannot get a good grip on this rope. It is, it's slick. It's tall. You're looking up at how high up. Maybe that bothers you a little bit, but yeah, you're not you're you do not feel good about your odds of climbing up on this rope. Oh, is there any other way that I can get up using acrobatics or anything? Um, you could try to use acrobatics. It will be a higher DC because you do, it's just a straight rope. But if you can, I will allow it. Okay, I'll try it. You have expertise okay. in that too, by the way. Okay. So that would be 16 with my expertise. Okay. So when you approach it more acrobatically, Fee, you see me like you're going to have a much better shot. You kind of grab onto the edge of the rope and do a little like reverse repel. You 
kind of push off against it, and then you start like kind of jump leaping, and you feel like you have a much better control that way, and you kind of like are moving around and and almost spiraling your way up as opposed to a straight climb using your momentum to get to the top. It takes you a little bit longer than it took uh, Can, but you get up there. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was fairly graceful. All right. Uh, Fee, you get to the top. Are you going to uh, help as well by holding the rope? Yeah. <laughs> nah. All right. Give, give <laughs> nah, me a strength, they got this. Give me a strength save. I don't want that to be like a too many cooks situation. Okay. I rolled a straight 20. Okay. So. Plus your save. Which was plus zero. So. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you, you like lock yourself in, you lean back against the wall. You, you like find a crook that you can rest your arm around. Um, I will give you can and you Nez the opportunity to try to adjust your grip since fee has such a good grip on it and no one's currently on the rope, if you would like, or you can just keep your position. So like another strength save? Yes. Uh, but there's always the chance that it could be worse. Do you have to keep the new one? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to let it roll. I'm good. Seven. Seven? All right. So you kind of, you try to get a new grip, fee, or can, sorry, uh, but it's like, there's something weird about it. It's... With a new person added, you're like having a tough time getting a grip, and you don't think that you don't think you're getting a good grip at all. Um, but Fee, you have a solid grip. Nez, you have an all right grip. You you guys might be able to uh, support Gil getting up here. Okay. All right, I hop on. All right, give me athletics, Gil. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> so Gil, you start slowly climbing your way up. It's at a measured pace. It's not super slow, but a measured pace to get to the top. It sways a little bit, but you feel it's pretty firm. And you're able to get up in what would be considered like maybe three rounds. You're able to get up to the uh, ledge that they're all on. And I'm like grabbing and trying to pull him up over. All right, I get up, and then I immediately just shove the other half of the mushroom in Nezra's mouth. <laughs> Eat this. I hold his mouth shut. Eat it. <laughs> All right. So you guys got to this level, and your strength is all bolstered. That's when you hear... No. A gigantic spider starts climbing towards you guys across the rock face. However, can give me perception check. I don't want to even perceive this. (laughs) (laughs) I close my eyes. I don't like it. It's not real. It's not real. Oh. Damn, 11. 11. It looks like a familiar shape to you, though. You've seen this giant spider before. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. It comes to rest at the edge of the ledge and <laughs> turns back into Uchi. Oh, hey. Hey. What's up? We're just getting Gil up. Oh. That is fascinating. Yeah, it's the only way to travel vertically sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. How gigantic was he? He was about ten foot from from stomach to back, with an additional like five foot with his arms, and about ten foot long. So pretty big. Would you say yeah. like four person gigantic? 
Yeah, you think that uh, he would have space for four people. Oh, snap. Spider Brad. Yeah. Do you think that we could hitch a ride? Uh, yeah, but you're going to have to hold on tight. I could give you a ride. I could definitely support the weight, but I don't. It's gonna be a grippy situation. You're gonna have to hold on real tight. Would it? Would you be okay if we tied ourselves to you? Uh, that would be okay, I guess. He looks at Can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 He turns back into the giant spider and he rests himself going vertically. All right. You hear? <laughs> All right. So I have uh, the rope already tied around my waist. So mm. I'm just going to kind of hand it off to Gil uh, to do the same. And then we'll try and get us all tied to Uchi. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't take too much. I will require uh, a sleight of hand, but it can be at advantage if someone helps. I will help. Okay. Or Does I it mean, have to be my sleight of hand I or can it be bonus. Gil's sleight of hand? Yeah, I have I a bonus. To, it. What is your bonus to it? I have a plus four. I have a plus five. Okay, so... You guys yeah, help if, each other. Yeah, so, <laughs> Gil, if you want to be the person to do it, and with the help of Fee, you will have advantage. Natural 20. All right. So Natural 20, which brings you to 25? Yep. All right. Yeah, you very easily, you're just like, you were born for this. You've thrown... You've dozens I've of times people thrown... people before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've, you've yanked rope off of docks and thrown anchors overboard. You know how to deal with rope. You start lashing it around Uchi nice and tight, cinch it up. Everybody's there. Now, do you want and, it to uh, hurt or do you want it to just be secure? Because I can do both. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Here we go. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't think it needed an answer. but <laughs> You guys, he immediately... Starts climbing straight up. Does anybody look down? Yeah, I'll look down. Yeah. No. Sure. I spit I'm down. Look down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are very high up, climbing very quickly, looking straight down. You need to give me a perception check if you chose to look down. Okay. Ooh. 23. 21. 16. Okay. All of you see shapes start to emerge from the sand at the base of the cliff. Uh, winged shapes. Small, Uh-oh. but they look very demonic. Mm. Many, many shapes. As you guys continue to climb, they start gathering, pulling themselves out of the sand. Uh-oh. But you guys reach the final ledge right in front of the mouth of the cave and Uchi like rests and then like indicates that you guys should untie yourselves. All right, here we are. Do you guys untie yourselves? Yeah. yeah. All right, and then he changes back into Uchi, and he says, "You guys saw the things coming out of the sand, right?" Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some shit well, down there. Once we get into the cave, if we hurry, I can try to stop them. Oh, no, man, that's fine. You can come with us. No, I'll come too. Oh, all right. Do you need any help? No, save your strength. What What are they? I don't know, but they looked like smaller versions of what took Ruka. Oh, mm. no. A lot of smaller versions. Babies. Maybe. Maybe babies. <laughs> Episode name. 
<laughs> Maybe babies. So yeah, he like ushers you guys inside the cave and then holds his hand in the air. His eyes flash a green color and plant growth happens, covering the mouth of the cave nice. and choking away the light. You are now plunged into darkness. Dude, Uchi rules. Does anybody have a light? I mean, we hear a... And a floating sphere of fire appears above Smoochie... Or Smoochie. God damn it. <laughs> above Uchi's hand. I, <laughs> uh, that is not a Freudian slip. That is just word slip. Um, but yeah, he. it's like faint light, but it works. Okay, I was just going to say we might want to keep it dark in case something spots the he light. He snaps coming. again and the flame goes away. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. So right, like maybe for the people who can't see in the dark, uh, just hold, put your hand My on hand. our <laughs> shoulder or, or, or yeah, I guess hand. I can't yeah, yeah, right. All right. Can we have the we light can, on? We can just hold like hands. And low opacity. <laughs> do Do you want to hop up on my shoulder again? Yes. All right. So I I hold out my hands <laughs> for Can to like <laughs> let me up pick him up. up. Yeah. <laughs> up up. Wait, does Nez have dark vision either? No. No. <laughs> oh no. God. No. But Nez can put his hand on my shoulder. Yeah. Oh, my question is Okay, at least there's that. When Nez reaches down, does Can reach <laughs> their yes. hands up like that? It's dark, <laughs> and I want to make this as easy as possible. Right. Alright, All right, and so I plop Can up on my left shoulder and I put my right hand on Gil's left shoulder. Alright. You feel a you feel like a weight on your leg and then your back, Nez. As Uchi begins climbing up your other <laughs> shoulder, oh. <laughs> he, he climbs his way up and then sits down. Best seat in the house, am I right, Can? Yep. <laughs> We're so tall. <laughs> All right. I was going to suggest that Uchi could go with Fee, but yes. Uh, maybe Fee, you can be in the back and look to see if anything's coming up behind us or Sounds something. Sounds good to me. All right. Here we go. That's fucking teamwork. <laughs> so... Nezra with his halfling cannon, shoulder cannons, uh, <laughs> is in the middle. Fee is in the back, bringing up the rear. And Gil, you are leading the way in the front. Yep. Man, right, I feel move. like Treebeard. <laughs> <laughs> you move through the darkness uh, just a short ways until you can see dim light off in the distance. Have we met dim light before? <laughs> yeah. Who's we'll he? Uh, you continue down and you find Gil you're the first to see this you the tunnel ends at a large opening that overlooks a huge cavern inside where thousands of runes glowing runes are scrawled everywhere and in the center of this cavern which is hundreds of feet across and hundreds of feet tall you see floating with her arms at her side, her eyes closed, is Ruka, Can's grandmother. Just floating, maybe 10, 20 feet off the ground. It's hard to tell from this height, because you are about 70 feet from the bottom of the cavern, and it doesn't look like there is anything other than a sheer drop in front of you. Oh, shit. Give me a perception check. Okay. Only the dark vision people. Actually, anyone who can hear can give me a perception check. Twenty-six. Twelve. Oh, bitch. Eight. Eight. Seven. 
I finally have good perception, but I keep rolling like crap. <laughs> yeah, I was I was on a I was on a roll there for a while, but not anymore. Okay, who got above eighteen? Gil. As you're looking down, you hear like a. I've got like halfling earmuffs, so. As, what sounds like hundreds of little voices and scramblings, are filling this cavern, and just you got a twenty-one. 26. You easily see this. What you thought were just blank spots without runes along the place, you realize those are dark shapes Mm. against the cavern wall. Hundreds upon hundreds of demonic creatures cling to the structure of the inside of the cavern. And then you see heads turn towards you as thousands of burning red, orange, yellow eyes stare right up at all of you. And then I shout, everybody get ready to fight. And that's where we're going to end for the night. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) 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 He's the beards. That's exciting. Yeah. I wish I had more than half an hour of that mushroom. I mean, that's a long time. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially in combat. Most fights last just maybe well, a couple true. minutes oh, at most. I didn't roll my D4 for that. Roll your D4. I'm going to roll my D4. Roll that D4. I have that shit. I got a one, so I also have a half an hour. <laughs> ah, shit. Congratulations. Get I am so here. proud of you. <laughs> you dipshit. You guys just metabolize that shit way better. Bastard. Yes, so. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. I'm unsure of myself. <laughs> I'm on shrooms of myself. Um, <laughs> Ooh. The Ooh. most valuable player character. I want you guys to tell me who deserves an additional 1D10 of DM inspiration. Now, for your benefit and the audience at home... Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I'll have you guys hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you would like to see become MVPC. I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. All right. One, two, three, vote! Okay, we've got three votes for Nez and one vote for Can. Nez, why'd you vote for Can? Almost by proxy, just because Can brought Uchi in a way, <laughs> and Uchi ended up being super fucking clutch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very nice. Can, why'd you vote for Nez? I voted for Nez because he was able to climb up there real fast and help me up. Um, and also, shoulder rides. <laughs> shoulder rides. Uh, Gil, why'd you vote for Nez? I, I don't know. I think it was pretty much him. He kind of rolled first and found the camp, sort of, and was able to read that book and shit. And I thought it was interesting that he took the book. Uh, he risked himself uh, by climbing first. So, yeah. I don't know. Very nice. And Fee, why did you vote for Nez? Um, yeah, definitely the climbing first thing and then supporting all of us by his own weight. That was pretty risky. He was also very encouraging. So that was good. 
Very nice. Well, you know what that means. Right. Tonight's MVPC is Nezra Kazia. Take your 1D10 and uh, maybe figure out how to put that into strength. Hey. 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 Ouch, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that is it for tonight, folks. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful Mac Brown music. Thanks to all of you listeners. If you like what you hear, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. See what kind of tiers we offer. You can choose things like a swag bag. You can help me design an NPC of your choice that will interact with the party. You can even have access to behind the scenes footage, bonus content, and a variety, a treasure trove, if you will, of other things. That's patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. We would really appreciate it if you'd make us warlocks. Now, if you like what you hear additionally, leave a review. We will read any review we get on our podcast also consider leaving us a star rating that really helps us with the algorithm the interwebs the way that they like to work they need those algorithm tokens and rating us is the best way to do that check out our discord peep the episode description and you can come hang out with us we are half as funny in the discord as we are on the podcast <laughs> so you know a little bit gets lost in translation but you know it's still a good time the, our our listeners are way funnier than us so I mean, what do you got to lose? <laughs> uh, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. See you next week. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. <gasps> Bye. Arriba Good night. Good night. Seth, you look so pissed off. Yeah, are you right pissed now. off? No, I was, no, I was trying to. I was adjusting settings. I was making sure that he mm. said he hates Can's voice and <laughs> scowls um, every time I do it. Won't let me mute on my computer for some reason. Huh. And I'm not sure why. That's weird. I wonder if anyone it gives me the option to join audio, but not to mute it. I wonder if anyone ever thinks you're pissed off at them when you're like at work concentrating on something. <laughs> no, everybody does. They're always like, uh, like especially like in a Zoom call or something because apparently I do this. Yeah, and people are like, people are always like, uh, "Is everything all right?" And like, yeah, I'm just trying to read. <laughs> <laughs> but then that makes it seem like you don't know how to read. <laughs> Rather that than I look mad. Hmm? I'm trying to see through all your bullshit. <laughs> What was that? That's so that is so weird that I that was like the fucking sound uh, that we that hear was, at Billy's. That was me. Was it? There was a hair sticking out of the microphone oh. cover and so I started pulling it and it made like a comical Oh shit. Sure. Uh, sound. That sounded so similar to the sound we hear at Billy's. It That's was weird. A long hair. Weird. Nice. A long black hair. I don't know who that 
belong Whoa. to. Who the fuck has been using this mic? <laughs> Someone's making podcasts on the side. <laughs> Wasting all the mic juice. <laughs> it's only got a few charges.